The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. to the Friday after Thanksgiving, not Black Friday episode of the Baby Lance, the Baby Lance podcast. Oh my God, we're, here. we're in December. It's the last month of the year. It is Yuletide. It is Hanukkah realness. It is Kwanzaa. It is. Now everything. You don't have to feel like, oh, people are judging me for having put up my tree early because like now is the is the like so so called appropriate time to start yeah or if if you've left like your outdoor lights on all year because you forgot to take them off after the last holiday season you were ahead of time this season you are you're early exactly i mean you've probably wasted a lot of electricity but well you know we're we're not here to judge what makes you happy because this has been a weird year so exactly it made you happy to have those lights on yeah good for you though it, it's also the time of year people start like having goals for the next year or like you try to hurry up and cram like all the goals you made for the current year and cram them into this last year i mean 2020 has been a wash of a year so if that's what you're trying to do i'm rooting for you yeah for sure you're going through your gratitude journal and you're trying to look at all the things you were grateful for, like the mail and like elections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> things that all the things that come to your doorstep, like the mail and postmates. And you were like, you know what? I'm gonna adjust my goals based on the things that made me happy this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what December's all about. And we're happy to be here with you. Yep. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? We can start with, are you the one? I was going to say, let's talk about, are you the one? No, but you said it first. So Okay. Like everything that happens with Netflix, they add a bunch of shit. It's trash. Ashley watches it and then I start watching it or I watch it and then she watches it a year later it doesn't matter. It's going to get watched. <laughs> All right. So this, the latest thing has been, are you the one? It is trash television at its finest. It is peak MTV in a world where ro- real world was not a, as good as it used to be. Mm-mm. 2014, like at that point, like real world was not when that bit. Do you know exactly when it was filmed? Because that first season definitely felt like it was in like 2009 or something. It says, it's. I think it's 2014. Impossible. The dresses that they wear cannot be from 2014. Those have to be from like 2007. But, nah. Nah? Those high lows with the weird like halter top 
That is 2014, my dear. <sighs> you had a couple. I did, but I remember buying them in like 2007. That's there were some that you bought in 2014 too. Don't Listen, I'm I'm watching season two and it's like maxi skirt city. <laughs> and I'm like, I remember I remember being like, I just want to be one of those girls that can like wear maxi skirts and not look weird. And I never bought one. I bought a lot. I know. That definitely aligns us in, in the timeline. But yeah, are you the one? Uh, I don't know how long it's been on Netflix. Honestly, I don't know. If- oh, they just added it. I did a lot of recon today. They Good. just added it. Because it appeared as a... So, backstory. I started watching another show called, you know, The Holiday Movies That Made Us. So I started watching that. Oh, I want to watch that. Yeah, right? So I started watching it and I got like 10 minutes in and the first episode is about Elf. And I was all for it because I love Elf. Elf is a great holiday movie. And uh, and then Gabe like literally caught me watching it, was like, are you really watching this without me? And then I was like, no. But I clearly was. So I needed to find something else to fill up my time. And I came across Are You the One? And uh, I don't regret it. I don't. Are You the One is a, it wasn't a show filmed on MTV. That was one of those like reality dating shows, essentially, that is uh, premised around 20 under, uh, 20 people in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And so it's like 10 women or 10 cis women and 10 cis men, presumably, mm-hmm. who are um, who are all like victims of love. They all have different different difficulties with maintaining relationships. And that's when, you know, but they also all happen to be very attractive as per MTV's formula. And they decide to go through a series of different like psychometric tests and matchmaking uh, tests and efforts and essentially are cast against their, you know, like they are cast to be part of the same group as their own perfect matches. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of the show is as a group, these 20 people need to be able to correctly identify who. Uh, who from the opposite sex has been identified as their quote unquote perfect match. And mm-hmm. they have to be able to do it within like 10 episodes or like mm-hmm. 10 weeks or something like that. Yeah. Um, each week they have a series of like physical challenges because that's of course part of the MTV and real reality TV formula. Um, but there is like a voting process in place so that, you know, those who go on dates are, are voted upon by the remaining couples and generally the remaining cast to go into what is called what the truth booth. Mm -hmm. And it is only with, it's only those who are couples that have been selected to enter the truth booth who are able to get confirmation and validation about whether they have been, whether they are in fact perfect matches or not as well. And uh, those, if they're able to successfully accomplish this task of identifying all 10 of the couples, they can split a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Right? 
together. So my favorite thing has been people hanging out for like a week and being like, we've had like such intense conversations in these past three days and they are my match. Yeah. We are both nerds. <laughs> you like that movie? Oh you God. like that very generic movie that like everyone loves? Oh my God, I love it too. We're oh totally God. a perfect match. Yes. And um, your dick exists and I'm horny? Oh my God. Or my my personal favorite is I, it's like I'm here because I just keep dating people like you. And, like, it hasn't worked out in the past. But because our conversations have been so good and, like, you're clearly a little bit different, you are my match. And it's never their match. Never. It's never their match. Never, 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 never. It's the one, like, people start becoming a match. Like, like they clearly are a match by, like, week five. Yeah. And then it's confirmed. But you know what's funny? Like, there comes a point in this show. Like, what's really, what I think is really brilliant about the show is that they, there is no real, like, elimination process or, Mm -hmm. like, they are expected to work together to get to this common goal, which I love. I prefer that over individual competition. Mm -hmm. Um, But what makes it so dynamic is that there are you know of course there's a split between people who are actually there for the money as they should because Mm -hmm. that's what you steered away from your home for and then there are those who are genuinely looking for some sort of love and and, an attachment which is fine but Mm -hmm. is also unrealistic um but they but they all have very skewed ways, of course, that are related to like alcohol and partying to help them identify what their appropriate matches are. And that's fun to watch. Yeah. And of course, you're in these like climates that you don't need a lot of clothes. Mm-hmm. They're one Hawaii, right? They're yeah. In and, Hawaii. The first, and the second one, they're in uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. So it's been a great time to really, like, as you and I have been talking about this show, I keep saying to myself, how is it that Ashley and I are really friends? Because we would not find each other in this house at all. We would not. We no. would not. I'm here for, like, the chaos, the fucking around, the getting in everybody's business. And you're here, like, I'm here to win. And make friends, but I don't need love. And I'm like, I'm trying to have love with everyone <laughs> and maybe win money. I'm here for the experience and the fun. Yeah, at all. I'm there, like, because, you know, if you're going to pull me out, if I'm going to actively leave my comfort to go into some house where I have no privacy and a lot of alcohol and penises, I am there with a goal in mind. Like, I want to have decent conversation, and I want to make $50,000. Those are the only things on my mind. I don't actually care about making any connection because it's... But, you know, I speak also from the perspective of a 33-year-old married woman. 
You know, yeah. I, I have like sometimes I check myself. Like I I watched the show and was like, okay, but in reality, during this time, I was their age, so maybe I could see myself getting as invested as they are in some way, shape, or form. But then, like my current state is like, no. <laughs> um, I think I would just literally always end up in the fucking treehouse. I think I would just <laughs> always end up somehow in the treehouse, like reading or like whatever. I'm like, just, I'm for sure the one that's trying to get everybody naked and in the pool at the end of the night. Like, yeah, three shots too many. I put shampoo in the in the jacuzzi or some shit. Now there's bubbles. It's we're here for a good time, not a long time. No, and, and what's worse is that like even if you were like, oh, you know, whatever, at least I when I go to bed, I'll be <laughs> alone. Like no. because they share one. So like the ultimate goal of this show, yes, is to you have to identify uh-huh. the 10 matches, but when you identify these matches, it allows you and your or whomever whoever has been identified as the perfect match correctly is able to like leave the house. That's their prize. In addition to hopefully winning whatever yep. the you get the your own bed thousand dollars you get your own bed but still with a stranger it's just one yeah. stranger though because otherwise you're in a house where you're sharing like a bed of 20 mattresses yeah but let's talk about how it's a fucking mansion where they just said we're removing all the walls mm-hmm. right and instead of Five bedrooms, you now have this one massive fucking space with all of these mattresses. And you get to a point where, like, people have moved the mattresses to, like, other corners, especially if they've been, like, coupling up. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm here, like, I'm sleeping on the couch. Catch me on the couch, man. No, 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 no. It's so, I, you know what? I really feel that if I were really on a show like that, yes, I would try to avoid the drama. But because I wouldn't actually genuinely trust anyone in the house, I would manipulate people. Oh, 100%. I, That's yeah, I would be like, but you know that Alan said that your hair smelled like pee. You know, like, that would be me. And then I'd be like, going back to my book. Speaking about that, I want to raise, I want to raise a question. Oh. Because I'm in season two and you're not. And it's become like a thing because it, it happened in season one and now it's happening in season two of these white girls bragging about how dirty their feet are. Bragging about how dirty? Yeah, you are? don't remember that moment with like Wes and Kayla and she's like, look at my fucking feet. They're so gross. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I, want them. But some people are bragging about how dirty their feet are? Well, one, she was like, it's kind of what she did. It was fucking gross. Yes, you're right. Yes. And in season two, it's a, it continues. And I'm here like, why aren't people washing their fucking feet? This is why I'm sleeping on the couch. Because all of you are sleeping on these gross-ass, cum-filled beds. With your, like, on top of it, with your dirty-ass feet. No and you're doing. walking all over these mattresses. Yes. It's disgusting. I, so, what I'm curious about. I mean, I do wonder if there is somebody, like, if may- maybe we just didn't see it because, like, it wasn't, ma- didn't make for riveting television because maybe they weren't attracting 
30 something year old married people but i am curious is there somebody who feels responsible for assigning laundry is there somebody who feels responsible for like cleaning the bathrooms because these would be important for me i feel bad for whoever the housekeepers are man or like the house moms or whoever yeah i feel i feel terrible for those fucking people because they're the ones that have to like clean that boom boom room where everybody's been coming everywhere in the dark um these gross ass mattresses no 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 everything gross and then you have and imagine that you like there isn't let's uh, let's imagine there isn't anybody who is cleaning like it's just up to you and the i just i just thought of like what the toilets must look like Uh, oh my god that's one thing even in my like early 20s i just cannot be in a dirty space i I just can't and I'm and I'm like a weirdo who like I can't go to bed with dirty feet. Like and the rest of me could be disgusting, but this is just maybe it's just me. But my feet cannot be dirty. Yeah. I will act, I will I would I will take a whole shower just so that I can clean my feet. Or I will like if I have if I can't take a shower, I will find a way I'll clean my feet in the sink. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I cannot sleep with dirty feet. So these people who are just like fucking covered in lube and I don't know sin. I just I it's um hmm I'm pretty grossed out. But I'm having a great time watching it. But it's I was it's riveting. It's riveting television. Look, it is yeah. It is the perfect recipe for reality television because like if you haven't watched it, the truth is that you know people are actively trying to like they gen- at the end of the day their goal is to find or to figure out who their perfect matches are whether it's because they yeah. want to find some sort of love or for the purpose of the show like for the purpose of getting the fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars so people identify several as their potential matches and like explore all of the you know avenues that would yeah. help them reach that conclusion if you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's so much fun and there are some yeah, very I mean, delusional people and there's some people that like i think some of them were kind of like our actual age at that time so like 26 27 um and those are the ones that like you could tell that are really there to to do both right like find their match and win the money Mm -hmm. um it's not to say that everybody that was our age is looking for the same thing but it 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 was just kind of like they were there for both and honestly with some of the couples i'm like i kind of wanted them to work out absolutely you know because it's just kind of nice to like having had such a weird experience and you continue to share that together you know because no one else is gonna understand that like a lot of them just continue doing a lot of these like mtv reality shows which usually happens Mm -hmm. um but you know which is also fine you know like if that if that's where their lives yeah yeah i i just know that picking up the show it was uh I have this, I, I always feel like as I watch reality TV, like on mm-hmm. a binge basis, I, I have a hard time saying, like, I have a hard time not identifying the one that I'm watching 
as my favorite reality television. Like this um, one, like this time it felt like this is my favorite because I loved how I loved how committed they were to I mean eventually they became more committed to the game than it they, than they did like making yeah. genuine matches. But like I just love teamwork. I love watching teamwork in progress. I love that like they were using their brains, you know, toward the end. Yeah. Um, well, there were some people that were like consistently trying to like yeah, have a strategy, make it work because you also kind of just want to make the money early on. You don't want to actually take all 10 episodes to get there of course not because after a while you want to go home like these people aren't hot to you anymore because you've seen and how they live and everyone's washing their feet you already know you just want to yeah you just want to like i want i want to take my money and go home which Mm -hmm. is why i love that simone because simone i was like she's over it and so am i and like i'm with her let's like let's go forward like i don't care I don't care that like you're trying to stay with a person that's already not your match. Mm-hmm. Move past it. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's been great. I can't wait to start watching episode uh, season two to catch up with you. <laughs> yeah, season um, two. Who Chile? It's good. <laughs> it's good. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. But before we logged on. So you started singing that uh, TikTok song about NASA oh, having God. sent a woman. Oh yeah. my God! Yes. So, so NASA sent Sally Ryder, right? Yes. To space for six days with a hundred tampons. One hundred. So this is a song that was created by a comedian, and I want to I want to credit her. I Ironically, sorry, this is TikTok. That's what you hear. Yeah, it just starts. Because. Welcome. Because I literally was watching it. Um, her name is like Marsha. Hold on, I got it. Oh my god, I got it. I got it. I got it. Eh, Mar eh, tampons by Marsha Belsky. Um, she's a comedian who writes like funny songs, and she uh, has taken off with one hundred tampons. And um, go ahead and explain it because you were going to. Oh, yeah, yeah, So it's just that, right? Like, they sent her into space with 100 tampons for six days. To the women listening to this or the people that bleed from their uterus through the vagina out into the world, all right? Because not every person that bleeds is a woman. Um, you, If you've ever used tampons, you know that a hundred tampons for six days is more than enough. It's absurd. More than enough. I don't like you would have to change your tampon. I don't need maybe like every hour on the hour for six. I don't even know. Like why a hundred tampons? So, and that's like, that's thinking, right? That you're sending her into space on the days of her cycle. Right. Specifically. That's that's the that's the more hilarious thing is like what if she's not even bleeding this week, and you're just or what if she's in menopause, right? And no longer even bleeds, but anyway. now she has a double bag full of tampons that are all 
tied together like sausages. Very important. So it, it begs the question, how many tampons do you think are purchased and put in these rooms for these types of shows? That's, that's a, you mean for like the, for, for, this for these show? reality TV shows, like literally yesterday while we were watching, well, while we were at, at dinner and they had Survivor on, mm-hmm. I was looking at it and I'm like, what happens when people get their period on the show? Like, do, are they given sanitary products? You know, moreover than how many, like, how do you prep for that because if nasa sent a woman to space with a hundred tampons <laughs> the singular woman these like for are you the one these people are there for almost 10 weeks or 10 weeks yeah, I remember that, yeah. that is maybe two cycles per woman you know i would have i see much like the song i i think that the women i think that they would have access to tampons if they really required them but i feel like women naturally see these dates and feel like you know they they in other words they would pack them themselves i think that if i were cast in a show where i am expected to shoot for two months that it may be in my interest to bring at least a box of tampons with me if that's what I use. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily rely on production to provide the napkins uh, or whatever the sanitary, whatever mm-hmm. it is that I decide to use. I would just get them myself because, you know, there's also a preference thing. Some women, yeah, you know, some women like, uh, like the slimmer tampons, or maybe they prefer pads, or maybe they use a cup. I mean, at the time, maybe not a cup. It wasn't, it didn't seem like that was the time when people were using them, but you might, like some women have a heavy flow, so they'll use the supers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to leave that to production, and I certainly wouldn't want to have that conversation with production. So I would just bring my own box. Um, and that, and, but, and, and in the full length of that song, Mm-hmm. She talks about that, where she's like, I mean, thanks, but I feel like I would have just packed it myself, you know, the possible 33 tampons that I may need for six days if this were the week that I were bleeding. But <laughs> thanks. Yeah. But I would still think that they would need to prep. Of course, I, but, but you think that they would have a conversation, you know, like if rocket scientists or in this case, producers, right. Mm-hmm. For the show were really like thinking of all of the avenues they needed to prepare for, they could have just asked, you know, I would like, I, I like to think that when you compare 100 tampons or rather NASA to MTV producers, you know, I think that at the time that Sally Ride went to space, there just wasn't a whole lot of women that were working there who were 
who who had enough of a voice to input their very valid opinion on tampons. You know, no one asked Sally, "Hey, is this is this a week that that you that you need additional support? And if so, would you like us to provide you that with that?" Instead, they just took it upon themselves to be like, you know what, let's just cover our bases and give her enough tampons as if she's going to be there for six months as opposed to six days. Whereas the MTV producers, a lot of people at MTV yeah, are, are, are female too. Mm-hmm. So I would think that they would probably put in their contract to the women, you know, bring your own sanitary napkins, just as they probably told them. But then that begs the question, did they also, did they provide condoms though? Exactly. But there was that comment made by, by two of the contestants in a confessional where they were saying, send more birth control. Were they paying for birth control for these women or were they just providing condoms i think they usually just provide condoms because that like birth control is considered a personal medication i so that shouldn't be that for me what it shouldn't be expected from production because then you're making the assumption that everybody like that all the women there are taking some type of birth control i feel like that's even more complicated than sanitary products right but they still i mean they're at least one of the things they are going to for sure do is they they prob- they definitely tested everybody for like different sexually transmitted diseases. Mm-hmm. That's without a doubt because they want people to, to yeah. have sex. For sure. So they certainly don't want anything to stand in the way of them having sex. And we all know that condoms aren't 100% effective. So. Well, I don't know that that's a we all know. Well. I would imagine that MTV would 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 rather not be held liable for a potential transmission yeah. of disease by covering their bases in terms of testing and whatever all of the contestants to make sure that they are free and clear of the more common STDs before they get, come into the house, right? Um, I don't know. That would be an interesting topic to to broach with like a producer at Viacom because these shows there's, you know, there, there, there used to be a, a, a scripted show called, um, what was it called? You know, there was a, what was it called? All real or whatever. And it was a scripted show about the production team responsible for a reality show. Mm, no, I never saw that. I don't know what you're talking about. So real, all real. Someone, if you something real, something real. But it was about the producers of a of like a Bachelor show. Okay. And uh, and it was it was really great, and it kind of gave you like a background into like how fake it all is. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, of course it's scripted, so, but it does give you like a perspective of like how they incur- how producers encourage certain characters to like take certain make certain decisions to like influence yeah drama um though i i i mean not to say that this show didn't need that kind of stimuli but they didn't i doubt that you know i mean i'm sure maybe there was a producer or two that was like you know what fuck the results love each other (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, That's you and me as that. producers. Exactly. The ones who are like, yeah, you know, ratings though. And NASA, <laughs> I, I don't have anything to say about them. Yeah. But, but I do have a lot of questions for why rocket scientists believed mm-hmm. in their souls that not only did we need to give Sally Ride a hundred tampons before she went to space, but we need to tie the tampons together to make sure they stay together. Like little, like little sausages. I want to know what the thought process was and who mm-hmm. was like, we should tie these together. And then the other guy was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm a rocket scientist. Duh. Stepping away for a quick coffee break. We'll be right back. Um, I there was I was gonna ask one more thing about this fucking this fucking show. Whatever, it wasn't important. But. What episode are you on in the second season? Eight. Eight? Oh, so you're almost done. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. shit. I gotta catch up. Y'all, I don't... I don't fuck around. <laughs> All right? I binge like there's no other. And the problem is, too, I'm on vacation this week, so I'm just... Ay, que rico. So what have you been doing on your vacation? I went hiking on Monday. There was a park in Key Largo. It was fine. I had a bunch of trees. Um, I it was underwhelming because I really wanted to see like flowers or something other than trees. There's a point where like you kind of see the mangroves, but you have to like go on these rocks. And we had the dogs, and I'm like, this nothing about this is something that I want to like participate in right now. Um, but the weather was nice. We had lunch out there in a outdoor on the water kind of spot. So that was cute. Tuesday, we like decorated for Christmas and like just did our thing here. Yesterday, which is Wednesday. Oh, we went to um, the Rubel Museum and the Margulies collection and one would I haven't been to I've never been to either one of these um they were cool they had a lot of like really cool um current works the Rubel currently has like a Yayao Kusama or Yayoi Kusama uh installation so they have I think one of the rooms that we went into when we were in LA had like all of the balls on the floor or whatever mm um and then they have two infinity rooms but they were closed i think they've been closed throughout covid so yeah but that place was so fucking cool they had like a lot of um african-american artists like exhibits on there like as part of the collection and what's really cool that in the i guess like the artist descriptions that they have they all talk about their relationship like the artist talks about their relationship with the Rubel family. Hmm. Um, so it was, it was neat. 
I really liked it. I want to I wanna go back when, like, they update it. It's also Miami Art Week, which is, is yeah, which I usually avoid, like, the plague, but I was like, well, since we're currently in the plague, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be empty, and empty it was. Damn. Yeah. We were usually the only two people in a room at any time. There was only one point where we saw one other person. Mm-hmm. That's... I mean, it's cool. I'm glad that you didn't have to experience, like, yeah. any discomfort in the crowds, but it is pretty telling of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we went to the Citadel for lunch, which was cool. We did a lot of Miami cool people things, I guess. You did. You were, like, tourists in our city, which yeah. is such a cool thing to do. We always forget that, like, we live in a city people travel to. hmm yeah, I mean, and it's also, like, since we, like, both of us live south and or west, um, you know, we never really make it out to any of these areas and forget. Like, it's not until you're there that you're like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. Like, it is fun to get out here and and see these places. So, yeah, I'm trying to see if, like, Saturday morning I go to Vizcaya because I've never been. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. You're yeah. gonna, you guys are going to have a really great time. Yeah, I'm hoping. I have no idea. Like, you know, when I, ha- when I took my Quinta pictures, like, that was an option, but I didn't care to go to Vizcaya, so I went to Las Ruinas de Coral Gables. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited. Cool. I'm happy for you guys. This yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Our city's kind of cool, even through a pandemic. For sure. I mean, as again, as long as you guys, I know that you guys are very uh, safe and cognizant of like the COVID rules, and you know, you don't want to catch or spread or anything. Mm-hmm. And you guys are very com- comfortable. Um, yeah, and and also like all of these places, one masks were enforced, like. Not one of these, oh, you can, like, expose your nose if you want to. No, they were quick to be like, you need to <laughs> lift. You need to cover that shit up. Um, there were, like, hand sanitizer dispensers in every fucking room. Like, it was insane. And I was like, see, these are the things that I'm, like, I'm happy about. Because you're taking this shit seriously. Like, mm-hmm. even at the Citadel, every space had... Um, a QR code and um, like uh, the dispensers and on every chair like on every um, table every counter mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean it's they're they're small changes but it's the least you could do so yeah. but I'm glad that it didn't hinder you guys from exploring the city safely and yeah. uh, and and really like I mean, because it's not like you guys needed a vacation to stay at home. Like, that's not what this time is for. Yeah. Yeah, we really, we took the time off because, like, one, we could and we wanted to. Um, And two, like, you just kind of get to a point where, like, every week is the same thing, right? Like, we're home all the time. We're working from home. Yeah, we might be going into the office once or twice a week, but there hasn't been any change in the cycle 
Yeah. You know, like even with us running or whatever, it's not like we're getting in the car and then going to run some other place. No, we're running on our <laughs> in our neighborhood every time. Yeah. So no, it's cool. And Vizcaya, I'm sure, is going to be... I haven't been to Vizcaya in a very long time, um, but I know that it's just beautiful. Yeah. I hear it's lovely. So I'll let, I'll let all of you know how it is. I'm yeah. sure I'm going to love it. And you also just started your December um, for, for Runaway Blooms. You just uh, released your, your collection for, yeah. for December. Talk to us about that. Well, thank you, Ashley, for asking. Um, so this month, I've decided to post some stuff, but all of the proceeds are going to go to um, the relief efforts for Honduras and Nicaragua. So if people don't know, the hurricane season has been terrible for Central America. Mm -hmm. um, well, Central and, and South America. Um so much so that it's created a lot of like flooding and what it's i know the avalanche but like 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 um like mudslides and yeah there we go mudslides and everything so it's displaced a lot of people um and there's been a lot of relief efforts that are helping like with food and just emergency personal products so i just figured that i use you we do two things right you buy some some pretty prints and that money goes to helping other people because it's the time for that um you know you get something and you feel good about it at the end so i'm hoping that it works out i'm hoping that people see it and at least spread the word and we can make some money and send it over because that would be really good you know yeah. and you have a and you have a blend of different flowers right you have some yeah. that are from previous batches but you have a lot of new ones too yeah Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'll be I'll keep posting throughout the month and just kind of setting up that reminder. Um I just you know me, I don't like it when things happen suddenly and then we all like worry about it in the moment but then forget about it in the future. Because mm -hmm. people are gonna be displaced for a long time. Yeah. 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 I mean, even in Miami we still have people here from Puerto Rico that can't go back home. And Maria happened two years ago. Mm hmm So. So Well, I think that's really cool that you guys that you're um you're using your art for good. Thanks. I'm trying. I'm trying to. So come on, people. Buy some prints. Let's let's send some money. Let's help other people out. Where do people find it? Oh, that's a good question. So you can look at my Instagram, which is at Runaway Blooms. It's part of our like it's in our bio as well um and it's one of my highlights and then i just ask that you send me an email with what you want to purchase at um it's runawayblooms at gmail.com mm -hmm. you can also ask through here if you want you know um if i don't see it ashley will probably tell me hey you have a message someone wants to print someone wants to print, print bro um but yeah check me out do the thing. Let's work together. Yeah, it's been a it's been a busy uh, month of shit for sure. But that's hopefully uh, it's hopefully busy because we're rounding out 2020 with like a fuck you good night. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't believe we've approached the end of this year. I can't believe that we're in December. Um, and that this is what 2020 was. Uh, I mean, I know there's still a few more episodes to be had before 2021 rolls around, but you know, it's just, it, it's still just, uh, is, is incredibly, I uh, like enlightening to know mm-hmm. that we have been in, in a pandemic for the majority, if not the entirety of the year, depending on where you're, where you're listening from. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. I hope that I just, I just hope that everybody is safe and is, uh, is taking, you know, the appropriate precautions, especially with relation to where they're living. If you're living in a place that has already eradicated the majority of this virus, like kudos to you. Um, Florida is not that place. Um, so yeah. And if you are in Florida, like, just get your shit together. I know it's hard. It is hard. It's hard for all of us to go out and, well, not even. It's hard for us to stay in during the holidays and not see mm-hmm. your families. And um, and just know that if you are going to see your families anyway, because I'm not here, I mean, neither of us are here to tell you what to do you know, like take advantage that if if your county is offering free testing, take advantage. If if your insurance, if you have it, is allowing you testing, like fast testing, take it. You know, if you're going to see family, like don't hesitate to ask one another to test in advance. Like prepare you right now. This is posting on the 4th of December. You guys have more than enough time to start developing a plan for how you're going to tackle Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or any new or the new year celebration and, and like take the action to make sure that you and your family and your loved ones are healthy. Yep. You know, so that we can really ring in 2021 with our best efforts. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, like you have to consider too that this is just one holiday of you not being with your family where you're just trying to make it so that you have future holidays together with your families or your chosen family or your friends however you choose to spend your holidays all it is is just taking one to ensure that you there are future ones exactly it's a small sacrifice really in the scope of 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 the life that we hopefully will continue to have after Mm -hmm. this year we've been at this for 10 months we've been at this for 10 months and people didn't want to listen through the summers and people still don't want to listen and they don't want to do what is necessary but you know what all it literally takes is one person that has come in contact with someone else that has had the virus to infect literally like an entire household that's all it takes. So keep that in mind. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like anybody needs to be like quizzed anymore yeah. on coronavirus, but just perspective is, is important. And, you know, it feels like the end of the world, but it isn't. And if we're ever going to move toward a different tomorrow, we have to at least place the stones to walk on you know, like mm-hmm. to set up a foundation so that we have a different 2021. Yeah. So whatever that means. 
um, that's why technology exists. I mean, we're we're doing this. We're we're, we're recording this episode via uh, you know via webcam anyway. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not always in the same place when we do this. Yep. So hopefully, y'all are finding the ways that you can, in, you know, to engage with your families in a, in a way that feels right to you and is safe for everybody. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully, um, you know, if it, and if worse comes to worse, if you're really missing that human interaction, you can watch Are You the One? Yeah. Where people are interacting all over the place. Or you can use Are You the One as your guide, which is we all have to work together to win the million dollars. Wow. Look at you. My brain works, yo. It works. You brought it back around. Hell yeah. Duh. Hell yeah. It's like you're a professional. Mm-mm-mm. I just dabbed. I double dabbed. Um, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I guess that's really all that we have to say today. Uh, mm. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're safe. Uh, if you are curious about what we're up to, you can always visit us at Baby Lambs Podcast on Instagram or on Baby Lambs PCAST on Twitter. Uh, those are where we really tend to update you the most, mostly Instagram more than anything. Um, you could mm-hmm. also follow us individually. You can follow at Runaway Blooms mm-hmm. to get some really beautiful prints and also Ish. make a difference. And uh, well, my Instagram is really just my dog, but I'm Ashes to Smashes. Um. And TikToks. Oh, and TikToks. I do post TikToks. Today I posted a TikTok of a, of a man, uh, you know, dancing down the aisle to Dirty Dancing song. Yep. And I and it was perfect. It was. It was excellent. He definitely memorized every piece of that mm-hmm. choreography. Mm-hmm. He deserves a gold star and a lift in the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you can follow us there we love you we we care about you and we are excited to walk through the last month of this ridiculous year with you yep and we're also in sagittarius season the best season it's a season of abundance all right a season to spend your money Aprovecha que estás en la casa to make it better for things that you like all right and enjoy the weather. Step yeah, hell yeah. Enjoy the, listen, yo, we walked into December 1st with a cold front. Never. That hasn't happened in so long. Mm-hmm. As a December baby, I spent my last birthday in a romper. <laughs> it was not cold at all. And now I'm like, am I going to be able to wear un sweater on my birthday? Wow. Is, is this a possibility? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the small gifts that 2020 wants to give us. But you know, we have to let them happen. It's true. It's true. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the abundance. Are you Sagittarians? Yeah, we have entered your positive, beautiful, optimistic season. Please continue to flood the love of such yeah. to the rest of us. No, we went through three fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh water seasons well we kind of started all of this like at the end of pisces we did we started we really started this yeah it was at the end of pisces early aries but basically every like zodiac season this year 
with the exception of Capricorn. They'll feel it though, because it's going to still happen during Capricorn. But, oh, and Aquarius, yeah. They're still going to feel it too. Doesn't matter. But <laughs> we spent all of these seasons like, oh, there's an eclipse of this. Oh, there's this happening here. Oh, que si esto, que si lo otro. Just prepare to be miserable because you just should be miserable. And we've entered Sagittarius like, you know what? We've been miserable all year. Yes, but now is your time to be miserable in a pretty apartment. True. Now is your time to be miserable with like all of the wine that you've been hoarding. Yep. Now it's time for you to be miserable in holiday gear. Yes. All right. We Surrounded want lights. Exactly. We want to be happy and sad at the same time, like Casey Musgraves taught us but in glitter. Beautiful. Also like Casey Musgraves. <laughs> so really this is Casey Musgraves season. No, she's a Leo, but close enough. Uh, it's the same thing. We're fire. the same thing. Still fire. It's we're fire. both fire. We're, we're both fire signs with different wrapping. Theirs is really pretty and ours is just a mess. It's just glitter and like a bunch of shit in it. It's like it's wrapped by a five-year-old. Beautiful. So but, enjoy but, it. But, but, but delivered with the biggest smile. Exactly. Have fun. You know, like protect yourself, protect others. Watch are you the one. Get angry and then laugh at how stupid they are. And listen to us. And join us. Yeah. We're happy too. to be here, man. Yeah. And if, yeah, you can always interact with us too on uh, on Instagram. You can mm-hmm. follow, you can go to our Gmail. We're at babylanderspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're here to listen and we're here to laugh with you. Hell yeah. Enjoy my season. This is my gift to you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We need it. Bye. Thank you for listening to the baby lambs podcast artwork created by Janabelle art. You can follow her on Instagram at Janabelle art, or you can follow her studio at studio Nami tattoo. Music created by Daniel Lacosta and produced by Sunset Studios Miami. You can follow them on their Instagram at Sunset Studios Miami. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Babylands Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Babylands PCast or Babylands Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play yeah, yeah. and even on Castbox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle baby lambs podcast or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com thanks again for listening